Hey everybody, welcome to the Spider Deck Network, and thank you so much for listening. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, we've gotten a ton of support in recent weeks, and it's just going to go up from here, everybody. Um, so I just wanted to talk to everybody real quick about some of the stuff we're doing over at the website. Um, right now, we have a bunch of t-shirts available if you go to the merchandise tab on SpiderDuckNetwork.com. So we'd appreciate if you check that stuff out and wear that shirt. Wear them with, with pride. Um... Recently, we just put up the Too Soon shirt featuring Ralph and Taylor for their new show. has the logo for the show with that. We also have new Trevor and Ian Talk Show shirts. We have the one featuring Ian, which is I've Made Mistakes with Other People's Dicks. And, I mean, that's hilarious, so you should definitely buy that shirt. And then we have the Bundle Up Bitch hoodie. I mean, it's winter time. Why not grab a hoodie, you know, with your favorite quote from me on it that says Bundle Up Bitch. Come on now. It's a no-brainer. And then we also have the Tatum Gordon Levitt Gosling camera shirt, which is a conversation we had in episode 6. So if you haven't listened to that conversation, you should definitely go back and listen to that. So th those are just some of the things that we have available in the merchandise section. And also, if you guys buy stuff off Amazon.com, if you just click our Amazon store link at the top of the website. Uh, it helps us out greatly if you just buy the things that you would normally buy on Amazon.com. You don't have to buy anything special. You just buy the things that you were going to buy anyway. And that helps out us and helps out everybody on the site. So for that, we appreciate it. So now, after all that, on to the podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the Spider Duck Gaming Podcast. This is Trevor, and I'm joined here by a person who just walked into my house. I didn't really want him to come in, um, but his name is Tim Smith. I went through the window, actually. Uh, well, no wonder I didn't see you come in. Yeah. Um, and then we also have a very, very special guest today. Uh, we have a man by the name of Frank Carter. To which, uh, technically, Timmy didn't go through the window. I opened up the window first, and he just happened to go through it before me. I was just in the neighborhood, and I saw oh, the wow. window, and I was like, oh, are we robbing something? And then I jumped in. And, well, and it just happened to be Trevor's house, and I was like, fuck, I can't steal from him. I mean, I could, but... I mean, it'll probably happen. I'll probably walk out with something. Probably. probably well, you know. That's expected. <laughs> it is, it is. I don't know what that is. means. It's okay. On, on the internet, you can't see race. At least through a podcast. Right until you bring up race, and then everyone's yeah. gonna. Now, now, now everyone now knows. Everyone knows. Now, now everyone knows. Knowing <laughs> is half the battle, though. So, Jojo. Yo, Jojo. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Anyway, anyway, this is a gaming podcast, so we should probably talk about some video games. What are we all playing? Let's start with Frank, since he is uh, our, our special guest. Well, so, I mean, I've, what am I playing currently? Yeah, been been knocking out some dishonor. So I've been going around, blinking all back and forth, assassinating people from the roofs. Now, you've had more experience with Dishonored than either of us, so you're probably going to have the most to say about it. Um, anything else you want to throw um, You still rocking the B-Lands? I am rocking the B-Lands, even though, you know, the Mechromancer just dropped last week, the new DLC, which mm -hmm. is Pirate's Booty. <laughs> Gotta get that booty. That'll be coming wish, out Tuesday. I wish I could talk like that and not get beat up. <laughs> well, it's, it's real easy. You just gotta have that swag. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, um, Borderlands is off the chain. So many guns. We've been talking about Borderlands and how it's so good that it's boring to talk about. 
It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, there's nothing really bad to say about it. I mean, the only thing that I could think of was the I mean, quest it's not, not per- scaling. Yeah, it's not a perfect um, game, but for the most part, it, it it's just a whole lot of fun to play. And and, and and the most part about the playing it is just finding those different references. Like today, yes. I just found out today that there is a Judge Dread reference in the game. Yeah. Didn't know about it. I'm there's, gonna be doing it. There's, there's about a, a thousand reference. references. The turtles every, reference. I mean, almost every quest has a double has rainbow reference. Too. What the I hell mean, was that, by the way? That'll be my phone. Frank has a Galaxy S3, uh, which I am balling. <laughs> See, I can't do that. Of which I am just really, really jealous and man of getting one myself, and that was his ringtone that he just heard. And when it vibrates, it sounds. It, it's like a sex toy. <laughs> like I can feel it over here, and I like it. That's that was a big day. I mean, anyway, you know. <laughs> so, Trevor, what are you playing? Uh, this week, uh, I've been playing Dishonored. Um, I played a little bit of that. Not as much as I would have liked because I've been playing a crap ton of XCOM Enemy Unknown because that game is so damn good and so damn addicting Boy. that I just can't stop playing it. Boy, yeah. um, but I also played a couple games for Indie October this week. I, just I, played, uh, I forgot all about it. I played uh, Orcs Must Die 2. Um, which which I enjoyed. If you like the first Orcs Must Die, just go ahead and play it because it's it's basically the same. You do have a different character to play yeah. as. Uh, you play as the Sorceress as well. Um, and it has multiplayer. Yeah, and it has co-op. Um, but but it's it's worth checking. It's fifteen bucks on Steam, and so. it's only on Steam, which is yeah, kind it's, of a it's only on Steam. I know Good they said, I got my Steam account. Got that. I have a Steam account, but I do not have a computer that is beefy enough to run that, and that pisses me off that they didn't release it. Excuse me, on the uh, 360. I can understand, though. I mean, they're not going to make as much money through Xbox, and and trying to get a slot right now on Xbox Live is a lot harder than it used to be. And it's more of a hoop to jump through to go through Microsoft than to just get it on Steam. Yeah, but I think a lot of games like that 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 lend themselves so well to, like, a multiplayer, especially a co-op experience like that. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, Torchlight 1... People, you know, people could play the single player on it, but it didn't sell as well as it did on PC, just because mm-hmm. everyone on Xbox Live wants to play multiplayer. Um, but Torchlight Two has multiplayer. It probably would have done a lot better than the first game. But well, they they may actually end up putting that on Xbox Live. Okay, it's just it, it's yeah. it's harder to take it from the PC depending on how they code it, because I'm sure they code it a lot differently, and they're not using like XNA or something like that, yeah. which which would yeah, true. lend it easily to be put on the Xbox. Well, if they had coding problems, why don't you just go ahead and talk to Bill Gates so and just take care of that shit real quick? <laughs> I, I think it's actually a lot, a lot simpler than that. I think it's basically they're just porting it and then yeah, yeah. Some minor I mean, it's like that, it's but. it's probably mm-hmm. a lot more complicated than we really know true, in all true, honesty true. um but it, it just takes work and you know no trying to get it out work. on P- it's not that it's it's just they wanted to make sure to get it out on pc and that yeah. it didn't have any hiccups on pc first and then they'll yeah, I just think that the, the second Xbox the sequel version. is so much better suited to that environment and that's the one that didn't make it to the arcade and well it, but torchlight it. one came out probably six months or so after the pc version on that's true. xbox so, yeah. so so it may end up coming it, out I guess it might like end that. up being like a summer arcade game next now, for the, for so, those who pray like me, who are listening to this podcast and don't know what the hell Torchlight is, because I really didn't play it. Oh, uh, you just give me a little quick run through what this well, is about. Have you ever played Diablo? Yes. Uh, Torchlight is basically Diablo for kids. D- Diablo for kids. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the people from uh, the the team that worked on Diablo one and two. They went and made their own little studio called Runic, based in Seattle. And Torchlight, I mean, it, it's almost an homage to Diablo. It has Diablo music in it. Okay. Um, a lot of the 
enemies and items stuff for throwbacks to Diablo. So it is basically like the unofficial continuation of Diablo until Diablo, Diablo 3. 3. You know, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which right. I think it's actually truer to the Diablo spirit than Diablo 3 is. I'm really disappointed with Diablo 3. Ouch. But, Ouch. Yeah. I cut it apart last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really I did. Really did. <laughs> I wiped my ass on that game. <laughs> anyway. It ended up with, you know, Yanni vomiting into a bucket. and That, that is my... It just uh, went off the rails. The most so. identifiable thing I've said so far in my podcast career is Yanni vomiting into a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, anything else from you, Trevor? Um, yeah, I also played uh, Space Chem for any October. It's, I keep thinking you say Space Camp when you say that. No, and space I, and really, Chem. And I'm really like psyched about it. Space Chemistry. Yeah, and it's, then you say Space Chem, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's a puzzle game. It's not Space Camp. It's a puzzle game. It's very hard to kind of get the hang of because um, you, you're basically – it's basically putting molecules – and moving them to a certain place on the game board. But there's different avenues you can take, and trying to move the molecules in different spaces can be a little bit difficult, and you got to make sure they don't hit, so you have to, like, do uh, places where it stops in a certain place and time it to where it syncs up and does... It's super complicated, but it's super rewarding when you actually get the puzzle figured out. Super. So, super. Is it, so you did say super a lot, yeah. Is it like... Uh, but like uh, alchemy a little bit if you played alchemy yeah, no, I was just thinking the same thing yeah. but uh, never play alchemy elements. but I don't think it, it is I know <laughs> I know what alchemy is you have to be Bioshock what are you talking about hey don't don't, don't bring that up don't <laughs> neither is up. he by the way hey, no. only guy at the table who's beat Bioshock Tim Smith sitting right here I'm sorry shut up Tim Smith okay. but uh, it does sound like alchemy with like a puzzle element thrust into it with a more it's, concrete it's a lot element. harder to explain than it than, than anything else to be completely honest like I didn't really even get it till I actually started playing it and yeah. and realizing what was going on it probably took me like 15 minutes to realize what was going on maybe it's because I did it right when I woke up this morning <laughs> so I was kind of already hazy not the best time to play a game called Space Cam no not at all not at all but but I, I did like it though so okay. I'll, I'll probably continue you would recommend it. it to anybody who is in the puzzle games yeah if you like puzzle games it's it's it takes a lot more thought power than I thought it would uh, definitely does so so if, if you're really into puzzle games it's totally worth checking out okay anything else uh I think that's about it for me okay. actually uh, me I also played a little bit of Dishonored today and I also played a good bit of XCOM today which we'll get into that a bit more after a bit here um mostly i played torchlight 2 this past week i'm still playing it on hardcore yeah how's that going for you i, I died you... again uh, again <sighs> i was uh i was level 21 this time i was this close to act two which if you it's it's about an inch between the fingers i'm holding up that's how close i was and um i it's actually more hardcore than really any other hardcore game I've ever played. And it's kind of hard to explain why this is, but the thing about hardcore RPGs is... I mean, I, you guys know what hardcore means when I say that. Yeah, basically when you die, you have to start from the very beginning. Yes. Yeah. Um, most of the time in games like that, you can go back to other areas that you've been to, and you can level up, so that when the going gets tough, you take a few steps back and you beef up, and then you're ready. In Torchlight 2... You can't go back. Everything stays dead. So if you're not getting any good items as you're fighting, you get to a point where you're under-equipped and underpowered, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, it sounds like you need to take five minutes, play uh, that chem game, get some brain power going on. Maybe. And then you may be able to... 
Think make the synapses start firing. Right. Yeah. Well, basically, I think Torchlight 2 introduces the idea of what I have called a game role. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, you know, anybody, the, the term role is... Is, is it uh, like a buttered roll? Can I <laughs> throw some butter on there? Maybe okay. some, maybe like some margarine? I like that know. a lot. Margarine? Uh, no. Some jelly. Margarine? <laughs> really? Okay. You know, people use the term roll for like when you when you... Roll some dice because we could play some crap. I mean, right that's now. what it's, yeah. <laughs> like when you level up in a See, game. See, you think craps, I think DD. So, damn you know, God damn that's it. where. Okay. When you say you level that's up. That's where, that's the different levels of nerd. Like you when know. you're leveling up in an RPG and you get, like, instead of getting the 100 hit points you could have got, you got 20. You roll a d20, and if you roll a 20, it's a critical hit, right? I mean, if you, is that where you, you're going? Right, with if you do a one, that's a critical miss, and you just fuck yourself. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, I'm, let, me, let me try to... Okay, when you level up in D&D... We're doing a big gaming podcast. I, I don't feel like a geek at all saying this. When you level up in D&D, you roll your D20. Right. Okay. That's Actually, you don't when you level up. Just saying, that's you for... Just, you, did it, you did it one time to determine the points you gained in a level. Yeah, that's true. In, in old school. So don't... Sh- shut up. <laughs> I'm old school, motherfucker. I played a lot of Baldur's Gate. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bring it down. But, okay, so yeah, you roll the d20, and that's what determines the hit points you get. So people would say, I rolled a bad level if they roll, like, a 1. That's what I say when I say it has a game roll. You can, the game, basically, every step of the way, you're rolling everything you're doing. And, you know, like, one time I played through it, I had, like, a full, everything I was wearing was unique. And I was a fucking badass, and I died because of some stupid mistake. Another time I played, I didn't get fuck all. I was still wearing rags and carrying a musket at level like 16 and everything was almost killing me in one hit. And there's nothing you can do about that. It's The element of luck is much more... Here's a question. Yeah. Have you played it trying the different character types? Yes. Okay, so which one has been the most successful? Um, at least in a hardcore run. See, I've only... I spent at least an hour or two with every single class. And the class that I use is called the Engineer, which is basically like a steampunk paladin. And I'm the paladin. So of course I, it is. I stick with that. Of course. Um, there's the Vanquisher, which uses like two pistols and shotguns, That'll which is really me. cool. Um, what else is there? Um, the Berserker. He has claw hands. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, he's a badass. He's like the barbarian character. And then there's the um, Ember Mage, which is the wizard, obviously. But yeah, you kind of... I picked the one character and stuck with it. So I hadn't fully explored the other characters, but it was enough that I knew which character was right for me. But, yeah, so if you're into hardcore games, that is one of the most hardcore that you can undertake. And I'm pretty much done with uh, wasting my time. <laughs> Not that it's a waste of time to play it, but when you when you die and, and you lose all of that progress and you do that ten times, the wind is pretty much... I'm in the doldrums as far as how I feel about so the game. So you say you were about an inch away with the, the fingers and how close you were to Act 2. Yeah. How many acts are in this game? Four. There's Absolutely. four. And so, like, if you get to Act 3 and you die, you go back to one, right? You start over from the beginning, yeah. Mm. That's the... Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah, hardcore gaming. Not for me. No. Not at but, all. you know, at the same time... But, the, well, at the same time, really, you've only seen a fourth of what the game has to offer. Right. If so, I, like, you haven't even seen, like, anything. By really. now, I would have beaten the game if I hadn't been At least twice. Board. At least twice. Yeah. Least twice. And I still do want to play it, so... And you'd, ha- you'd have all that fat loot. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, you may want to just dial that back a little bit. But, but I think my problem no, 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 is... Just, just, go, just go to hard. Just, Not hardcore. Just go to hard. Just, well, you know, un- uncheck that hardcore box. I think I want to play hard. Right. Once you... 
start playing hardcore, it's really hard to go back. It is. It is. Once you ten times, you die ten times. You only. I've died ten. Basically, I've wasted my time. So what you're saying is hardcore is like going black. Because once you go black, you can never Never go back, back, right? That's kind of what I'm saying. Okay. 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 I mean, Jesus. As long as we can clarify that. The point is, you get hooked on the idea. Hook line and sinker. Gotcha. (laughs) Okay. 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 <laughs> you get hooked on the... F- fuck, you can fish in the game, too. That just made me think about that. And, okay. All right. This is a thing that... This is a tip. If you're... If you have balls... And the game just even the says... It's, <laughs> damn, I didn't mean that. That, that. that worked out horribly, considering... Um, but if you... Um, God damn it, what the fuck was I even talking about? Fishing. Fishing. You can go fishing in this game. If you're gonna if you plan on playing Torchlight 2, uh, money ends up getting hard to come by in the game because you constantly have to keep if you're playing like me, like a masochist, and you're on the, the hardest difficulty on hardcore, you go through potions like a lot. And that's where most of your money goes. And there's this fishing game that you can play where there's a fishing hole in the town and it has unlimited fish. <laughs> and you can keep fishing. It's about 30 seconds per whatever you want to call that. What do you what do you call that? Cast? Yeah. Yeah, cast. <laughs> 30 seconds of cast, and the typical fish sells for about 50 gold. I, I think you missed your calling here, Tim. I think you need to do a fishing podcast. <laughs> I think that's I think that's where you've gone wrong. My point was that I was getting to was that if, if times grow desperate and you need money, you can basically fable it like in fable 2 you can get a job being a blacksmith or a bartender or whatever and you can keep fishing why, and selling the fish why didn't why why are we doing this right now like times are hard let's go fishing I meant in the, yeah man like, that might work in real life let's go get some fish it's really hard to talk to you guys about anything but <laughs> but, but he, now on spider duck fishing um, we can talk about fishing in video games so what about Zelda so what about Zelda fishing I was trying to talk about Torchlight <laughs> Come on, Timmy. Let's talk about Zelda Fish. Do I have anything else to say about Torchlight? Rapala is pro tournament. The la- the thing I will say is that there are four difficulties, and then there is the hardcore checkbox. And I am being stupid by immediately jumping to the hardest difficulty and playing it on hardcore. The hardest difficulty, you're it says you will die a lot, and so it's testament to how awesome I am that I can make it to the end of the first quarter of the game without dying. And then you I haven't die. made it to the second one yet. No, no, no. But if I was no. playing on a hardcore, uh, if I was playing on softcore, I shouldn't call it softcore. It sounds... I could. If I was playing on a not hardcore, I, obviously, like I said, I would have beaten the game now. But if I, I think if I put it on, if I dial it back one notch in difficulty and then keep playing on hardcore, I think I will beat the game pretty easily and still enjoy it. But then it'll be too easy and I'll be like, fuck, I wish it was as hard as it was before. And then I'll go back to that and I'll die again. See what I'm getting at here? So it's a, it's a sick cycle. Yes, but the whole point is that you become addicted to the the sense of danger, for lack of a better way to say it. Because well, typically fuck. in games... Whenever I get the sense of danger, I just go skydiving. I know, but like in a game, the the consequences typically for failure in a game are basically that you got to redo what you did. Like, you died in it, and you said, oh, fuck. And then it reloads your autosave five minutes ago, and you go for it again. And so when you remove that element and mistakes, little mistakes can be the difference between success and the whole week's worth of playing being gone, it creates this sense of 
just are you are you are you enjoying what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It creates this sense of just survival, really. Like it's it's as close. Like I, I think I said in the last one. It's as close to life and death as you can get without being life or death. You feel like you're infused with some some hotspot. You feel like you're really in there. Like if you if you feel like those fireballs that are coming, you're really trying to kill you. Hmm. And because hmm. of that, when you kill those fucking goblins, you feel like you're defending yourself. It's like fuck you, goblin. It's like in Dead Space too. Whenever I would stomp on their heads, and I would just instinctually just start screaming "fuck your face" <laughs> in my apartment, and I got yelled at by the people who lived downstairs because I kept doing that. I would literally stomp on the floor. I get into it. Anyway, that's what I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I guess we should talk about Dishonored first, because that is the the game of the evening. Well, that and XCOM too, but uh, Frank, tell us a little bit about what you think about Dishonored. Well, I just found this out not too long ago as I was playing. Literally, you can play this game one time through stealthy as possible not being found and not get all the trophies slash achievements you literally have to play through it at least two more times to get everything because you can play through it Mm non-lethally and still be detected or lethally just going guns blazing sword slashing and be detected but there's also other benefits for doing that because you can also get uh you can um, get bone charms that will allow you to, when you kill people, the bodies will high so other people won't notice it. So you can still go guns blazing, people noticing you, and still get some of the non-detection achievements from it. This hooks you kind of like the tonics from Bioshock, from what I got, right? The they're not tonics; they're actual. Um, it's basically like equipment that you. They're talismans that are on your on your chest, on like plate. your band. They have like your, auxiliary yeah. effects. Like the, I, yeah. I do this, and then like I. Yeah, like get more ammo. Like one of the ones like I found is whenever you eat food, it gives you more health. Right. That was a tonic in Bioshock, so I'm right. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. tonic normally Mr. means Bioshock you have to drink it. So. In Bioshock, what they weren't drinks in Bioshock. They were like I don't know what the hell you want to call them. Really, they were just slots that you plug yeah. something into. They were they were basically equipables, but they weren't considered physical in the game. But go, I didn't mean to interrupt you over. Something. Oh no, it's fine. I've been interrupting you all night, and we'll continue going. That's true. That was pretty fucked up, guys. Yeah, but, <laughs> I don't know. But, on, Frank. Uh, anyway. And then uh, in the game, it just has so many... The dialogue is really, really good. Only because there's this outsider who's your the magical demigod. Is that the shit that you hear when you pull out the heart? The heart thing, he... The heart tells you where all the runes and bone charms right. are. And there's a, vo- there's a lady's voice. That there's a lady's voice that will whisper to you if you're, like, pointing at a person. You can... She'll that, either that's talk. Not, that's not the outsider. The outsider's what is that? The outsider's that, 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 that the male, the male guy that you first see. You, to. you didn't see him when you were. Okay, yeah. Could you, so. like, give me a bulleted, like, a synopsis of the story? Because I basically walked basically, in and playing it. Basically, you are the Lord Protector. You're the Protector of the Queen. Okay. She sent you away to find out how to get rid of something. Okay. I didn't know you, you were the, the plague. Okay. You're trying to get rid of... She sent you out to find a way to get rid of the plague. You okay. come back. You give her the information you received. Then you notice you're in between two people over a power struggle. They sent out some assassins to kill the uh, queen. Mm-hmm. You get framed for it. And now you're, you've been in jail for six months. You came back after you escaped with some mysterious help. Mm-hmm. And now you're out for revenge. 
So it's like the queen, they're the empress, I'm sorry, and then there was like a power struggle between her and like this. And two other guys. They're part, it's two part, men. Then, it's like. two men that partner up. Okay. Because they believe she's being too easy on the people and they think they have the, the right to. So she's like, oh, she wants to kind of create like a republic kind of thing, I guess. She, she wanted to save her people and they wanted to say, fuck them. Oh, so it's all about that plague. She wanted to help people who had, the, okay, okay. She's mm-hmm. trying to get rid of the plague. They're like, fuck them. What was so they wanted to just like hole up with all the rich people in the city and leave yep. you? Oh, okay, wow, that's actually pretty cool. And another thing is with this game, there is a <laughs> chaos meter. The more you go out and kill people, the higher your chaos meter. It also affects the end game, uh, the ending. The ending. Okay. So, the more you kill, you get one ending. The more you go around stealthily and do things non-lethal, you yeah. get a different ending. See, we're talking about that a little bit, and I think there are there are times when you. You, you want to kill, not because it's just fun to kill things, but because... But, like, but because morally it feels right. It, like, it's like uh, right, yeah. Like, one of the first areas, uh, when you talk to uh, Granny Rags... Um, <laughs> she's sadistic. Yeah, but but there's there's guys beating down her door, and, like, she's an old woman, and, like, you just... these They're thugs. I mean, they're bandits. They're basically thugs. Yeah, they're holding I mean, clubs and swords. They're not yeah, there to, like... And they, they spit nothings. fire... You know, they, they spit they, hot fire more than dialogue. That shit's, that shit's like, weird. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so, as soon as... Obviously, as soon as I open up that door, crossbows in one face, slit off... You want to kill the fuckers. Well, I mean, yeah. this is what I did. I yeah. crossbowed in one of the guys' face. He's down. Mm-hmm. Then the next person came out. We swung. I parried him. And then the next thing was the most awesomest thing. I chopped his head off in one swoop. He fell straight down. So... Here's how I did it because I did it completely differently. You went out the front door because she gives you the key to go out the front door. Yep. I actually went out the window up above and then I went down and I stealthily killed one dude and then I shot the other and then I, you know, killed the other. So, so th- I mean, there's just so many ways to play th- the that, game differently. That's how they built that game. Like there's multiple pathways that you can take to play this game. Yeah, like, I mean, there's always an alternate route. Did, did you, you just have to find it. Did you uh, take... There's right before you even uh, get to that area. There's that wall of light where that mm-hmm. that polar uh, lightning bolt is. I'm guessing you never did nothing with it. Do you know what you can do? Which, what happens? No. You can actually take the polarity and reverse it. So when that person goes through it, he doesn't get harmed. He gets electrocuted. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't even know that. Like I, I mean, I, I went around the wall of light and didn't even mess with the wall of light stuff. Yep. That's that's pretty cool, actually. Yep. There, there's a uh, little device inside of one of those bunkers right outside of the wall of light where the one guard is walking around. Mm-hmm. I killed him. He turned to ash. Picked up that piece and it said, uh, if you take it to the wall of light, you put it on there, change the polarity. It won't hurt you, but every other security guard that goes through there will get electrocuted. Oh, so it's like, a, like it's your thing at that point. Yeah. yeah so, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. I yeah. just fucking killed everything. I just... I'm not- that's how I'm, I'm going through. <laughs> I'm butchering people. I, I, I like the stealth element. It's hard for me to enjoy a stealth game because mm-hmm. I really do like the... You know, if I have a sword in my hand in a game, I want to use it. I want to stab people in the face. I don't want to just sneak around. Oh, but the, the stealth kills are just... Phenomenal. They're satisfying, yeah. They're um, phenomenal. But I, I like the getting up in it and, and doing the, the, the hand-to-hand combat and stuff. The combat's not bad, and it's not great. It's not great, but they do get... Most games that have combat like that, Yeah, they don't really give you a parry as good as this one is. Because as soon as you parry at the perfect time... Mm-hmm. That's an instant kill if you hit the right trigger right after right after it. 
I wish more games would. I mean, Dead Island was a game that I thought I, I didn't like all that much. I thought it was okay, but I thought it was like like a weak Borderlands with the zombie theme thrown in. Um, but the melee combat when you could turn onto the analog and you could change yeah. the way you swung your weapon. Yeah, and it it had tactical ramifications. Like if you were fighting a huge zombie and you had a sledgehammer, you could swing it like up at an angle yeah. and hit him in the head with it. I think that was more, a really good idea. Yeah, I yeah. wish first person games would take that because in this game it's basically an attack button and a parry button. Mm-hmm. It, it basically ends up like Assassin's Creed almost. Yeah, which the kills are satisfying enough right, in the way yeah. that they're rendered and animated that it's mm-hmm. satis- that it, it's, it's great. But the action itself, if you were looking at just dots on your screen, it, it wouldn't be satisfying at all. Right. It's all about what right. you're seeing. So I wish that games like this would take that a bit further than they do. But and, otherwise, it's... And another tip. I've noticed that uh, when I have my crossbow out, I can fire real quick if I hit the uh, left button to go to my radio. Mm-hmm. It actually slows time down a little bit. I noticed that that it, yeah because I'll, sh- I'll if there's two people talking, you can shoot the one, go to your radio button, switch to a different power, and like zip and blink to that next person and still be able to if you time it right. And you can st- hear that their voices like slur or whatever. Yeah. Slurred because yeah. this time is slowed down. Right. Yeah, you right. can still you can shoot the one guy with the uh, crossbow and then stealthily kill the other one before he even noticed the first guy died and that's before you even get the, the power of bend time yeah i mean i i think the thing i like most about this honor is just the options yeah there's just there's just there's so much to it and the world's like so detailed like it has you know the books like an elder scrolls game mm-hmm. would have i mean it there's just so much to it and there's so many different paths so many different ways you can go about doing everything like you're never going to find all the ways in the first playthrough no and actually uh, the creator of the game actually said that the second playthrough is way more satisfying than the first yep. playthrough and why is that exactly because you'll never you won't play the game the second time the same way you right. did the first time there's no way you'll be able to do it because you know you went down this road the first time. You're mm-hmm. going to go this way because you just want to see what happens this time. Well, I guess that could be said for a lot of games, though. Yeah. It I can be, it's... but with this one, since it has that different element of different pathways, mm-hmm. <clears throat> enemies will... If you haven't noticed, enemies will react differently from a different angle which you were approach something. You mean the enemies themselves? You'll have to like evade them and come at them in a different way, right? Um, yeah, I could say that. I mean, I'm I'm the devil's advocate with everything. I'm an I'm a naysayer. Yeah. And even when you I are. like something, I like to not so much like hang up on it on the flaws, but to point them out and to acknowledge them and to see where it could be improved. And as good a game as it is, it doesn't really do anything new or inventive. It is basically an amalgamation of, of good ideas. Uh, from other games, from yeah. Bioshock, from Thief, the game. I, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I think Deus Ex when I'm playing it. To be honest, yeah, Deus Ex is yeah. is a good comparison as well. Um, which is great that, it, and you know, it, it, I love those games. So I'm I'm not at all upset that another game came out that's like them. But it it just it dials things back, especially with the combat and stuff. And yeah, I wish that it was just a little bit more ambitious than it is. But it is a great game. Yeah, and and I, and I also love the fact that you know if you pick up a head. And throw it at the wall. There's blood on the wall now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is I was gonna say there's too much blood, but it's actually just enough, even though it's too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else we can say about Sonic? Really? 
I like it now. Uh, <clears throat> not a whole lot of games with the distractions. Sometimes it will be like you have to shoot something to like make something fall to distract the guards. Yeah. And this one, you can just pick up random bottles and throw it, and you have get them just get distracted. Which I had to do a couple times. The yeah. bottle I picked up happened to be an explosive bottle, and I hit the guy right in the head with it. That was, it was actually <laughs> yeah, a lot was, cooler than that I was pretty was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just realized there's no uh, there's no real play with the lighting or anything like that for a game that's so. So stealth based, yeah. There's, there's no, yeah. There's no there's, way to shoot there's out the lights. There's not like the splinter cell the element, basically. Oh, like the, the shoot them out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, most stealth games these days, with graphics being the way they are, they they really focus on the, the lighting effect, and they, they really mm-hmm. don't do that with this. But otherwise, great game. I give it uh, an eight out of ten from what I have played. Eight point five. I'll get an eight point five. From my from where I'm at right now in the game, I'm I'm completely satisfied. I'm, I'm going to give it a solid nine. What would you say from what you've got? I'd say probably somewhere between an eight and a nine. I mean, I I really want to play it more before I, yeah. you know. My my whole thing is it, it's great for what it is, but it's not very ambitious. All right. Um. So that's dishonored. Moving on to XCOM. Frank, XCOM. you haven't played XCOM yet, right? I have not. Okay. XCOM, XCOM. enemy on <clears throat> Trevor, you have played um, a lot of XCOM. Yeah, I've probably played like twenty hours of XCOM. That's a lot of XCOM. Has it yeah. been out for twenty hours? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's been, it's been <laughs> out since Tuesday, sir. Okay. Last uh, Tuesday, it came out with this How many one? hours yeah. are there between now and Tuesday? Not enough to make 20 um, hours seem like it's not... You've been playing a, a big lot of thing. XCOM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, XCOM is extremely satisfying to play. Um, you get... I, I think the biggest thing in XCOM is whenever you have your soldiers name them after real people and edit them to look like your friends because you get so invested in it and you end up crafting real stories like in your mind like these stories don't actually happen in the game but like you craft these stories in your head like about was, when your friends die yeah and it's and they're great stories like, like what I was talking about with on the last one with Skyrim like how you kind of create stories between mm-hmm. like your kids you're basically doing that with XCOM yeah and because there's a story where a few other guys on the Spider Duck Network, you got you got Ian and Ralph. Basically, I I named characters after them. I customized them to kind of look like them. You can't make them look exactly because XCOM has some options, but not a ton of options for customization. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, what happened in that is <laughs> Ralph got skewered by one of the Crystalids, um, which is it's like a it's a big monster that has uh, basically like. Uh, Swords for hands. Sword hands. Um, yeah. So it comes up, stabs them. Fucked up. Right. Ralph's on the ground dead, and then it spits this goo on Ralph, and Ralph becomes a zombie. Sword and then Ian, Ian, who is his brother, is my sniper, <laughs> and has to shoot his zombie brother in the head. It's like Walking Dead episode out. one. When he yeah, his own it's, wife. it's crazy. It was drama. It's drama. drama that is city. the drama of XCOM. <laughs> XCOM is full of drama. It is a game that XCOM has more drama than TNT. I'm telling you, and they know drama. And they, they know, know drama. it. They know it. That was stupid. Law and Order's on that fucking station. I can't Which believe Law and Order. All, all of them. All, all nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. XCOM. The story. The main story itself it is meant to be cookie cutter. I think because yeah. you're meant to fill in the blanks yourself. But even for as cookie cutter as it is, the voice acting is actually really well done. No. Yeah. And I do believe the guy that plays the engineer. Was the head of the Dharma Initiative? I'm pretty sure. 
That's a Dharma? lost reference. Yeah, didn't watch Lost up here. Yeah, so. I didn't either. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the only one that got that. But for all the Lost fans, they'll be like, I know who that guy is. I don't remember the actor's name, but I'm pretty sure he's the voice actor because it sounds exactly the same. Anyway, that's my Lost <laughs> reference for cool. this podcast. Cool. <laughs> Yay. Um, no, I'm totally on board with XCOM. And like I said, I think the story is meant to be kind of generic. Yeah. Um, but it, it is still a very unique game in, in the sense that it doesn't have your standard issue mission structure. You're basically, you choose a home base, like a home continent, and you're basically the world police for a world that is under siege by fucking aliens, like everywhere. Like China is like, dude, I need help. Give me some satellites and some... some Do they have a theme song that's like America, fuck yeah? No. No. The, okay. the, but the music is good, Yeah. by the way. The music is very good in this game. Um... But no, you're just you just um, you know in between missions you have your your ship where you do all of your you do research you do you build things on your ship. It's you, a it's a base. Yeah, your your base, yeah. and you go to your your barracks, and you that's where you name your soldiers. You can choose their voice. There's like ten different priests. Yeah. It, uh, one way I could say it, it's it's kind of like Baldur's Gate in space. In a roundabout way, I mean, not not really, really, but it it kind of gives me that 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 feeling that I had when I played. Do you know Baldur's Gate, the PC Baldur's Gate? Uh, yeah, you, you play PC Baldur's Gate? I have it. Do you mean Dark Alliance, or do you mean no? I mean like Baldur's Gate one, two, uh, Icewind Dale, Icewind Dale two. Motherfucker, yeah. you played I, those games? I have the Ultimate Collection. You dumb. You've played them, and you. I have them on my PC now. Did you play them? You, if I have one on my PC, why? He took off I... his glasses, by the way. <laughs> if I have shit, something... just got real. If I have something on my PC, I think I will have to take the time to well, play. I mean, those are my favorite games of all time: the Infinity Engine games on the PC, the Boulder Skates, and the Icewind Dales, and even and Planescape. I shouldn't say even Planescape Torment because I even have never best, went to Knights. Neverwinter Nights was good, but can't remember. See, Neverwinter Nights. I have the D and Ultimate the, Collection. That's what I have. I, I don't think the story was great. No, the campaign sucked. Um, but <laughs> the mods that people made for oh, it, yeah, that's like those game. were awesome. That's all I played in Neverwinter Never Nights. Was to be meant completely to be honest, Dungeons Dragons for your computer. Basically, that's yeah, what it was. Like, yeah. There were so many. I, I played a lot of Neverwinter Nights online, and I remember there was this, this game server called the Inn of Worlds, and it was basically a tavern where you would go with your D and D character, your persona. And you would just walk in and sit down and have a beer with a dwarf. <laughs> and everybody talked in character. It was the geekiest shit. I so was, they were LARPing on It was advanced game. virginity at that time. <laughs> and, and, and there was... it was just, But it was really... It was great. Like, you, you would sit there and you would talk in character. And there was racism in it. Not, like, racism, racism. But, like, a dwarf and, like, an elf that hated each other. And you would try to, like... like be like, hang on, calm down. We're just having drinks. And they would get into a real fight. And it was... I mean, a lot of really good writing went into this, and there was no real combat. There were no monsters to kill. It was just a room with a table and a bartender, and I sunk maybe 30 hours into that. And that was where Neverwinter Nights was so at. So you were virtually LARPing. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. I was also... Tim Smith, stop talking. How old was I? Not young enough. <laughs> <laughs> you were like 20. What were we talking? XCOM is what we were talking about. And we somehow got into this, but I didn't know you fucking played those games. The Baldur's yeah. Gate Two is my all-time. We need to do. This is something we're going to do at some point. Is greatest game of all time in our humble opinion? Not on this podcast because I can spend a whole hour talking about why Baldur's yeah, Gate <laughs> is better than whatever you're going to say. But um, yeah, that's for a future podcast. But Baldur's Gate Two, my favorite game of all time. I had no idea you 
you were into those games. Um, my thoughts on XCOM. XCOM also has a hardcore mode, much like Torchlight, which we were recently talking about. It's called Iron in XCOM, and, and basically everything that happens is final. And the game is already, I think you would say, pretty hardcore yeah. as it is, even when you're not playing on hardcore. So for the for the glutton for punishment, if there's anyone out there besides me, I have never met anybody in person who likes hard games the way I do. But it's, it's a game that definitely is for that crowd that like difficult games. That's what I was getting out with that. I didn't mean to sound really condescending, but but I did. But yeah, I mean, XCOM, XCOM is pretty punishing um, yeah. on its own. Like, I mean, it, I've had to reload a lot of times just trying to keep key characters alive. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would recommend and what, what helped me out a ton is if you check out Kotaku's article on... Uh, read this before you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's a great article that tells you a lot of good tips about playing that game and a lot of good tips about keeping yourself alive playing that game because it is actually a really hard game. Even on normal, it's it can be really difficult. Yeah, I, put, I kicked it on Classic, which is the next step up. And I was playing on Iron again, and I actually I got... I was out of my element. I, yeah. Everybody died. Mm. So mm. What are you doing out of your element? I'm, I'm going to open my energy drink into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. It's Good two, job. Two in the morning at this point. Really? Is it? It's one forty-eight. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, anything else to say about XCOM? Um, XCOM. I mean, the combat's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, if you like turn-based <laughs> combat, um, I mean, you, you basically, I mean, it's it's turn-based combat. I mean, you can't really. It, it's kind of like um, <clears throat> turn-based full uh, full spectrum warrior. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And it's not like you know a turn-based RPG. <clears throat> I'm going to start getting coffee here. <clears throat> I meant coffee. It's not like, like a UGA Final Fantasy Tactics. Like. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot it more... It is, but t- like when you yeah. go to do the... I mean, it's range, obviously, so you have mm-hmm. to consider like the field of fire and stuff like that. But when you go to do the attack, it doesn't just stay up top and watch you do it. It zooms in, and it's like from a third-person perspective. Yeah. So you really feel like you're you're in the muck whenever you're you're fighting in the game. Um, no, like, there's no, I have no complaints about the game. I, I think the... Um, I wish there was more customization with the weapons and equipment and stuff. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Do you get yeah. different assault rifles, or is it just that assault rifle? That There's thing? just that basic assault rifle. But, I mean, obviously <laughs> you can you upgrade to, like, the laser rifle or, like, the plasma rifle later on. Okay, so, but there are a lot of guns. Yeah, there's so. there's different weapons and stuff, yeah. Once once you upgrade your tech tree, there's, there's so <laughs> many... The thing about XCOM is there's so many different systems at hand. Like, you have, like, when you go into battle with your soldiers and you're fighting on the grid-based map... <laughs> Um, you have that, but then you also have this game almost behind the scenes where it's about managing which countries are you going to help because their panic levels up. If their panic level goes up so high, they'll leave the XCOM uh, council and then you won't get their help for the rest of the game. And you which is really stupid. Can I just say that's really stupid that a country would be like, we're so fucking terrified. We don't want your help. Yeah, I, I agree with that from a, a story standpoint. But XCOM is actually a game, which is one of the few games nowadays, where you can actually flat out lose. Yeah. You could sink 30 hours into it, and if all those countries leave the council, you lose. You lose right. And that's it. And it's not like you reload your... Well, I mean, I guess you, you feasibly could reload your... Well, you could, yeah. But it is, you're right, it is a game where you can genuinely just completely blow it. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, well, there's uh, 30 to 40 hours gone, and it's time to restart. So. And that's my, my beef with a lot of games these days, that the, the, the hand... I mean, we could do a whole other podcast, and we probably should say that, but gaming in general has come to be a kind of... 
Oh, let me show you how to do that. Oh, was that too hard? Well, here's you can turn the difficulty down now if you want to. <laughs> it, it's like everyone's like a bitch. Like, like man, the fuck up. Like, like it, games are, were meant to be hard from the beginning. I, like, and, and now games that like. I understand why. I mean, because gaming it's, it's a mainstream. broader audience, yeah, and they want to. They want everybody to be able to play their games. I mean, there are certain games that not everybody's going to play. Like XCOM isn't going to be for people who just play Call of Duty. No, I mean it's it's definitely not that. But but <laughs> for me, XCOM could easily be my game of the year. Yeah, no, I mean totally. it's it's definitely up there. Yeah, it, it's a game for it's a PC gamer's game is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's because PC games don't hold back. They don't rein things in for the audience because the PC gaming audience has been... But e- even saying that, I think the tutorial for it is really well done, too. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Um, so, I mean, it it gives you a little bit of hand-holding, at least enough to where you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it keeps going from there. It's so. a game that's not getting a huge a huge push, like, in, the, in terms of advertising and, and, and marketing. And I hope that the word of mouth... Is enough, is enough yeah. Mostly because, not just on its own merits, but I would like to see other games not... Other developers not be afraid to try a game like this on console. Because not everybody has a beef. If, if this only came out on PC, we wouldn't be playing it. Yeah, that's true. Because it, my PC wouldn't run it. And mine definitely would not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. My what? Fuck yeah. Your, your phone would run it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just saying. So, yeah, if, if you play the game and you like it... Tell everybody that you know, like 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 try yeah. to make do what we can to make this game a success. Because if if XCOM bombs, nobody with a game like this in the future is going to look at the Xbox or no, they're just gonna they're just gonna stick to the PC. Yeah, and and you're gonna have to blow another grand on a new graphics card. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they do sell thousand dollar graphics cards. Actually, I'm not that was overdoing it. Yeah, a I thousand mean, that, will that, buy you a new PC that will run XCOM. Yeah, but you're still gonna have to spend more money than you would like. So. With that out of the way, XCOM, great game, buy it. Um, Best sixty dollars I've spent this year, I would say. I still need to Which is saying a lot because I buy a lot of games, but you buy too many games. Uh, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> wait, can we just can we just how many games do you own on Steam? One hundred and fifty-six. How many games do you have on the Xbox Arcade? Uh, over two hundred. And how many? Just straight up games in a case, the old fashioned way. Do you probably over a hundred? Probably, yeah. But, so, but, that's over, but that's over the years. Yeah, I mean, what, I've had an Xbox on, since 2005, so. See. But the whole I point mean, is, seven it, years is two, it is 2012. Probably has too many games. <laughs> Next week's stuff. Frank, you're the only person who currently works in the industry now, so you probably have a better idea of what comes out next week. What comes out next week? I try not to think about it, but uh, Dance Central 3... We should note that we have all worked at GameStop. <laughs> and so we, we're all very... Yeah, but go ahead. But yeah, Dance Central 3 is supposed to be coming out Tuesday. Which, which the Dance Central games are probably the only good Connect games. Yes. So yes. if you have a Connect, you should probably buy it because it's great. Dance Central 3 is one of the best ones, but also... Just Dance 4 also came out last week, and that's been flying off the shelf as well. Just Dance sells well, but Just Dance is a terrible game. <laughs> like, if you want a good dancing game, if you want, like, a real dancing game, buy Dance Central. Like, Just Dance or is... you could just go to a nightclub and just dance. Frank, that's dumb. 
I'm not going to pretend to be interested in dancing games for the sake of conversation here. I could give two. But anyways, but we digress. But we well, 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 Timmy loved dancing to keyboard cat and dance sounds for one. Just throwing it out there. Oh shit! Oh, throwing shit. it out there. Oh shit! I forgot about that, dude. I didn't. It's it's right up here, right up here, buddy. You, that you, picture is in my brain. And you got to do. You did that. You you made your hands go. Oh man, I would play Nalzy. Nowsy. Nowsy. Don't ever say Nowsy again. But uh Well I'm talking about keyboard cat. I thought it was appropriate. No. I wanna play right I want a keyboard cat right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> um no, it's sad to say I think we're gonna skip some of this stuff and get right to what I was talking about right here, which is I'm writing on paper as I say this, so nobody knows what the fuck I was talking about there. But the connect connect in general and and where it started and where it the path it took and where it is it has ended up. I think it they blew it with the connect. I would agree, and and this is coming from me, who was probably the biggest connect supporter. You were very pro connect. Yeah, I was super pro connect, and you know what? I love connect for the for honestly the voice commands for the auxiliary like, functions. Yeah, like the voice commands have for the, been for the lazy the, man. Yeah, they've been the best thing on the system. Right, this like is true. for this me, true. who just wants to lay back and watch Netflix and then say next episode. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks Xbox. I think it's I, less I keep work doing to push it. a button on my remote. To be honest with you, than that's an open my mouth and say Xbox, please. Episode four next. But when you're watching Netflix and something happens on the TV series, you're probably going to say something and like why the fuck would that happen if you want to don't stop do playing, that can Jared. you say stop yeah can you say stop you can say fast forward you can say rewind you can say like Xbox it every time yeah that's dumb Xbox pause yeah it's, I just want to yell stop it's two stop. words I'm pretty picky <laughs> stop yeah. being picky so like you want you basically want connect <laughs> commands to be lazier I really just want to yell stop and have it stop. That's all I want. That, that's all I want. Really. Say that again. Stop. Why are you getting this Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh... It's S-T-A-H-P. It, it's, it's, an, it's a meme. It's like... Um, it's like somebody... Damn, it's hard to explain that. Timmy, your memes are baseless. So was that a was that a joke? No, it wasn't. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> just the way you chose to say that. It's a it's like a thing where they like they say like, damn, there's no way to explain that. It's it's a visual. You gotta have a picture to go with that. There's like this picture of a T Rex in the in the first frame, and he says evolution, and then the next one, it's like, what are you doing? And it's like a T Rex like smaller, and he's got like. <laughs> Well, I'm got, glad, I'm wait, glad we on, could bring you into our new segment, which is audio memes with Timmy. And he has, and he has like something. He's got like talents. And the next one's like, so it's evolution. What are you doing? And then the next one's evolution, and it's like looking slightly more bird-like. And then the last pa- panel is stop s t a h p exclamation mark, and it's a chicken. And I just flap my wings. You guys didn't see it because you're listening to this, but. Yeah, didn't get it at all. So it's, yeah, it, it's I, I challenge you. So that, that was audio explain, memes with Timmy. I challenge you to explain <clears throat> the stop meme to somebody without a picture. I just did as well as anyone will ever do. <laughs> anyway, uh, connect so much potential when they. I mean, the, well, the way they announced the connect, though, they had Microsoft really bad at E three. Yeah, like if E three is a skill, 
Microsoft hasn't put enough points into it. Like, they suck really bad at it. I think they all suck really bad at it, really. Nintendo is always like, Not as bad as Nintendo. I remember remember Kevin Pereira asked. It's like, hey, you guys, are you excited about these new Nintendo games? Let's show you these graphs about our sales first. That's that's Sony more than anybody. Dude, Nintendo used to do that all the time. Because the Wii is like flying Yeah, because it was like, Wii's flying off the shelves. But there's no justification. We got Wii's everywhere. Every home has a Wii. Your grandma's got a Wii in her nursing home. It's crazy. They're bowling in the nursing homes now. I'm Reggie. I'm Reggie. But Reg, what up? There, I'm a ninja. There was a, this interview he was having with, I think, Kevin Pereira. Where Reg, he was like, so what are the big games? Have you guys already announced all the games? And he's like, really? Were you even out there? Didn't you see, like, Mario Baseball? And I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus, Reggie. He, he really has to, to dress a turd. What, what, is, what is the thing that they use, the euphemism for... Something about a turd. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Varnish, a polish, a turd. Polish. I think. You can't polish a turd. I don't yeah. Know. That Reggie is the sure, perpetual, yeah. the most overpaid turd polisher mm. in the world, probably. Because Nintendo is at this point, as far as I'm concerned, a giant turd. Nintendo does it right with their handhelds. Um, the 3DS, for as much flack as as people want to give it, it's got a lot of good games on it. I think they um, overdo it with their handhelds. There's like nine, overdo it by the how. Because there's like nine DSs. Well, DS, I would I would DS agree with like you on DSi. on their versions. DSi XL, DSi XL, three DS, three DS, four versions of one system. Three DS and then three DS XL. There's already two versions. It's about a year and a half, which is kind of ridiculous. The GBA, the SP, the Micro, and that might have been it. But that's still two goddamn many versions of one system. And it's and the people who buy these things. Nine times out of ten, and that's not a statistic that I looked up somewhere, are people who already own the system to begin with. So they're basically just fucking milking it. Yeah. I On that aspect, I agree with you. But they do it right on the games front. Because um, there's a lot of good games. Sure, there's a lot of crap. Um, I think that but- the success of Nintendo's handhelds is more the lack of success of their competitor handhelds. Because nobody like, else. There's could, only yeah. one competitor. Which is and they're Sony, not the Sony. competitor at all. Because the PSP. I want to say the Vita is doing a very good job right now. Is the Vita selling well? Well. I mean. Not compared to the DS. No. Not compared but, to the DS. But you know what? <laughs> the Vita's the Vita, great device, the Vita is a great device. But the Vita is going to have to depend completely, completely on what third-party publishers and developers bring to it. Yeah. And right now, not a ton are bringing a lot of stuff to it, so... I mean, the next games that's coming out on the V that I'm looking for is the PlayStation All-Star Brawl, which is basically... Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, but with Sony characters. And it has a big daddy in it. But but from the videos I've watched of it, it looks really good. And, uh... And Parapeter Rappers in it with his Onion Kung Fu. That's pretty cool. But the the cool thing about that is if you buy... If you buy the PlayStation 3 version, you get the Vita version for free. Yep. So uh, that that aspect I like, and if they do that with more games like that, I'm I'm cool with that. And because I'm actually tempted to buy the PS3 version of that game just so I'd have the Vita version as well. They're Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. That that's that looks Looks really good. Fucking awesome. To be honest with you, I think that the the band of the handheld is this right here. Because these are getting. I mean, Dead Space. You can play it on your phone, and it's as good as almost as good as the console version. And phones are infinitely more powerful than what you've got in that handheld. I mean, you have a device that is capable of not only playing games like that thing, but everything else your phone can do. What's, what's the point of owning a, a, a gaming-dedicated device at that point? Basically, the Vita is like 
Attack. The, the, the reason that you buy the dedicated handheld device is for, for games. specific games. Yeah, yeah, I get and that. Like, because, you know, like, Nintendo easily sells a DS because they have Mario, they have Pokemon, they have, you know... But I think the burden is on those companies now to really crank out better games, because it's a lot cheaper yeah. to release a game on this. Oh, yeah, can, I mean, like people can, you know, just release a cheap-ass game that's 99 cents, yeah. and a million people buy it. I mean, that's... Still, you know, you get a lot of money from a 99 cent. I, I'm surprised cell phone gaming isn't taking off the way, isn't taking off more than it is. But I mean, you got games like Henry it, Birds, I, Yeah, but. I mean, it, it's taking off pretty well. If you um, look at the, like the uh, the iOS, you got that game like Infinity Blade. Yeah, uh, and things like that, and then you have Dead Space or Resident Evil. It, Which it's I mean, Infinity that. Game is epic. Yeah, I mean, literally epic games. Uh, Chair Chair Entertainment, who did Shadow Complex, made that game. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So anything else about handhelds and how phones are going to eventually destroy them? Um, no, I think we can go back to Connect and it's it's failure. Yeah, they. I mean, Connect was something that the the power of Connect was completely in the videos you saw of the Connect's potential because none of that was realized. Well, and Connect was supposed to have their hardcore games like yeah. Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion was Steel a sad story. Out, right? yes. yes. Okay. But it's a sad story because the game demoed super well. Everybody loved the demo, mm-hmm. but the demo was the best part because the rest of the game was broken as hell. Really? And just didn't work. Wow. And which which is a shame because I was looking forward to Steel Battalion, and then when I heard about everything about Steel Battalion, I ended up not buying it because it's it was. I mean, it was a regular price game, right? It was only sixty bucks. Yes. It was uh, fifty, I believe, actually. Okay, because it didn't come with. The big gigantic. No, yeah, connect. which I, it was one of the first. It was connecting. You had to use a controller. Yeah, use a controller well. and connect. Oh, yeah. So like I you mean, move the mech around with the controller, and then you did. But you like the... drop down the pair pairs. Yeah, like you would control or... stuff in the mech yeah. with your hands and stuff. But it didn't work very well. Yeah, it yeah, just it did. didn't. It didn't recognize stuff as well as it should have. Which okay. you know, like, and there was which a is part, unfortunate. There was a part like if you're, you, it was a three person mech. Mm-hmm. So you're the commander of it. You had these two other people. If they get like scared or something, you had to like s- literally slap them back into a, in, back in line. That's pretty cool. Like if they if, if the guy tried to like leave the mech, you had to go over, grab him, bring him back yeah. down, and just slap them. All the cool things like the the like playing a Call of Duty and using like hand signals to tell your teammates. What yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool ideas, and the, I mean the the best games that have used Connect are the ones that do it for voice commands. Um, like, the fact that you can you can call, like, plays in Madden. Like, I'll never play Madden, but that's an awesome feature. Yeah, like, yeah. you can just call plays or, you know, set audibles and just call these audibles, like, mid-game and, and it yeah. switches up in how you're playing. My thing that's, about that that's, that's is an that's awesome something thing. that could have been accomplished with a headset. Because those are all audio things. It can be accomplished with a headset. Um, Connect just does have a more powerful... Voice recognition. Voice recognition. I mean, it's... But now, and also, think of it this way. Who wants to have a headset on their head while they're playing Madden? If they're not actually talking if to somebody. If they're not online. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people play Madden play it online. Yeah. So, I mean, the problem... I mean... And then there will be no reason to be calling out plays with a headset on because you're playing with them. Well, but, but I mean, they could cut off the chat. So... I, I get it. You know, you want to have the... The Connect is cool for that feature that, you, that it's... That has all those voice features, but you don't have to wear a headset for it. It's basically, but then you can get a fucking. They can make they make microphones that just freestand like that, which is basically. Connect was like a freestanding microphone that just happened to have an underutilized motion recognition system. And I think um, 
Mass Effect had a, a good Mass Effect record. is probably the best yeah as far as voice yeah. voice recognition and um, I'm just gonna ask this quick question because I haven't done it have you guys did the shouts for uh, Skyrim with your connect yet I've tried it it, it, it works oh. it works well can you, um, can you do one for us now Fusro Da <laughs> there you go I just sent Timmy out the window I'm relenting um, force that he broke in has anybody ever seen the, the lion by the way the line doesn't exist. <laughs> anyway, um, so so yeah. I hate that that's an inside joke that I can't relate. Well, some people Con- know it. Connect, Connect is definitely definitely a failure. They they just haven't brought a, brought out any like great games. It's like when you bring out games like this year, you see games like NBA Baller Beats. I mean, which can I just say before we move on to Baller Beats, which is its own disgusting topic, um, the the Roman Gladiator game. That looked awesome. I know. That's the one game. That and it was I done by Crytek, and we've heard nothing about it since they like first that showed is, it. If there's a single game that, that is begging to have me get off the couch in my sweatpants and be, and just fucking like swing a gladiator sword, like, like I, I I would love to play that. Dude, the fact that you could like kick your leg and like kick a dude, yeah. like, that stuff was awesome. You could pretty much kill a guy. Yeah. That's not really there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is the essence of gaming? What, it's what, legally what, killing what, again. What a silly thing to say. But it's, I mean, it's better than strangling your baby with an umbilical cord. I mean, it. Oh, we, ooh, we, we that was all, too soon. Dude. We were too, always too a little soon. bit above. It, it was that too bar, soon, and you, you just know. you just brought us underneath it. <sighs> it was a little too soon. A little too we soon. Try, we try to but, stay away from dead babies. Or in Japan, they say two tsunami. Oh sh! Whoa! Oh my gosh! Whoa! Two hundred thousand dead. Yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> moving on to NBA Baller Beats, which is even more disgusting. I feel like we're not going to have a whole lot to say about this, or maybe we'll have too much. NBA to say. Baller Beats is the stupidest concept that I've ever heard of. I like to think it's, that it was a bunch of people sitting at a table, and somebody said, "The rhythm genre is dead. What do we got to do? What, how do we bring it back?" We revive like, this. Well, I think it's the fact that they're playing instruments. That's the, but they still want to do something to the beat. And somebody's like, "Well, how about?" And maybe there was a guy that just was in the room with the basketball. No, that someone was walking by the room. And they were like going to the gym, and he had a basketball. And they were they were just like, they were like, oh man, what if they bounce the basketball to the beat of the song? It's like holy crap, that's great. It's one of those games that you have to think there's somebody sitting in their cubicle thinking like, I can't believe they made this fucking game, and he was the one that thought of it. Or they could have <laughs> been in their cubicle and saw a little Bow Wow movie. Uh, what was it, Like Mike? He probably would have saw that. It was like great movie, great video movie. game, right there. Top ten of that year. <laughs> it, John it had the kid Nicky from also, yeah, yeah, from I know, Jerry Maguire. I yeah, is. I know his name. <laughs> I didn't, but you know, not 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 such a cute kid now that he's an adult. He looks like he looks like a like a troll version of, of his of his kid self. Which when you become a child star and you, and you fade from the public eye and then they see you again, you just look like a, a gross like ogre. You like, like the. It's like they were twins, and the one twin was born ugly, like he had a hunchback, and they hit him in a cave. So, like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? I like Danny DeVito. Well, apparently Rhea Perlman doesn't love him anymore. Recently divorced, yeah. That that made me sad. Like, they were the ugliest couple, but they were the couple (laughs) for the longest time, Rhea Perlman. And why would you you leave? Who's going to date you, Rhea Perlman? <laughs> Apparently not matter, Danny gonna, DeVito. But I think Danny anymore. DeVito has a better shot. I I mean, I love Danny DeVito, you know? <laughs> but Rhea Perlman is not an attractive lady. And I feel like... So, so you're saying Danny DeVito is an attractive man. 
I, I he did say he loved Danny DeVito like three I times. I really do like Danny DeVito. So, Danny DeVito, if you're listening, this you know, is your I, love letter. He, he was the Tim penguin in, in Batman Returns, and they probably didn't pick him for that role because he was so attractive. That's why you love him, because you look just like him. Fuck you. Because you look like a penguin. <laughs> fuck you. From Batman. Go fuck yourself. Where's your umbrella? If I had one, I would, I would stab you guys with it. Yeah. Right. I there, wish I did. Gun, you can't stab it would be the, the greatest podcast we ever recorded because you guys would be dying on it. Like Anyway. So we'd be dying on the sword? That? But he doesn't have a sword. It's a gun. Yeah. It's an it's a umbrella is what it is. What are you talking about? It's, 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 have you never uh, seen the movie? What movie? What the, <laughs> wait, Batman Returns? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember he, he felt that he was, like, bloated and blue. <laughs> and he was, like, he, he just some kind of, like, green blood coming out of his mouth. Stop. Just stop. And then the penguin, he fell down, and the penguins all walked around. I'm like, oh, he's, Danny DeVito's dead. And I cried when I was a kid. I felt real bad about that. <laughs> and Christopher Walken got lightning in his mouth. <laughs> okay, we, we've just had the best description of Batman Returns ever. <laughs> Beginning to end. Danny DeVito spits out green stuff, and then penguins hold a funeral for him, and Christopher Walken eats lightning. A Tim Burton film. <laughs> well, it does sound like a Tim Burton film, actually, when you say it. When you say it like that. Oh, anyway. Um, so yeah, NBA baller beats go <laughs> fail. Go, uh, go. No, don't buy that. You know yeah. what? I, I didn't even think to uh, bring up, um, especially considering we were just talking about Baldur's Gate and all that shit. Uh, the doctors of Bioware. Or, well, one of them is definitely leaving the company. They, they both are. They both are leaving. Yeah, they're both leaving, yeah. How about that? And I guess the biggest reason that they're leaving is fan backlash. After Knights, after uh, the Old Republic. And Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Age 2, I guess, to an extient. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm kind of on both sides of this I, issue. I think, I, I think a lot of it is probably more pressure from EA... Um, especially after the old republic didn't do like wow numbers like they wanted it to, but, but no game is going to be right. Like, no, MMO. If you especially the, nowadays, like the MMO bubble burst, and if it's not free to play from the outset, it's not going to do well. And yeah. it's, and like it's that not, game, the secret no, world. There's no and, fucking right. And yeah, right out of the box, straight off the street, is not going to be beating wow. Wow's been right. around for too long. Wow's had had. WoW's eight years old. It has that established fan base. If you get into the MMO game with the intention of trying to beat WoW, you're going to fail. Yeah, you need to you need to succeed on your own terms. You need yeah. to set the bar a bit lower, um, just because it, that that it's a giant. Yeah, because I mean, there's game. plenty of free to play MMOs that are doing well. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Guild Wars by, by yeah. microtransactions are basically what yeah, microtransactions are fueling it. <clears throat> um, me personally, I can't get into MMOs, so you never you, you're not a big uh, what's the word I'm looking for here. Like you never got into Diablo. Oh, yeah, you never got into. MMOs. Not a big like PC gamer. PC gamer. You, you're not like, a big like. Well, I guess Borderlands is the only game of that ilk. Ilk. I didn't want to say ilk because ilk's a negative. An only game of that of that genre. Yeah, that you really have given the the time to. Which and it's a console game and it's a shooter, yeah. so you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely what plays into it. But like even like something like Torchlight, I played the crap out of on my console. Yeah. Um, but but for me, it, it's just a lot harder for me to just sit at a computer and play a game. I'd, so, yeah. I'd much rather just lay back with a controller and play it on my Xbox. For me, the, the quality of the PC gaming, because there are certain games that are only going to work, that only work on PC, they're only made for PC. 
like the Baldur's Gate series, like yep. the Total War series, the Empire and the Medieval and Rome and all that. Company of Heroes is yeah. Civilization. Civilization, which actually is made by Firaxis, which... Which did XCOM. Right. Tying um, together there. At, at, the, at the same time, though, uh, Civilization Revolution for Xbox and PS3 was really good. Great. Yeah. Yep. But, but, I so, mean, the depth that you can get in a PC game is something that, for games like that, the console just... It, it doesn't I think work. It, I think it can console. be done, um, but... I just don't think that it's, the audience be... is there on the console. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't make sense for them to do it on console. And I completely understand that. Like, but they, that, yeah, that, it's that's about just... selling your game yeah. and making the best game possible. And, you know, you, you already have that built in input of a keyboard and mouse. So it's, you're better off. You could use a keyboard and mouse on a console too. I don't know why they don't take more advantage of that and try to push that on people. Cause everybody has a keyboard and mouse. So I'm, I'm curious as to what, Steam's hardware that they're doing oh, is yeah, going Steam's to be because well because they they haven't really said anything so people are speculating it's a console it's like a type of controller it could be could literally be anything I mean it could be you know a life size statue of Gordon Freeman for all we know I mean it's it's Valve they're crazy they'll just do what they want well I what were we talking about a little bit ago uh, the the backlash for uh, Bioware and how that is mostly what drove out the two men who really gave birth to at least the foundation of all these games that everybody loves. Mm. And the sense that the the fan backlash over like the end of Mass Effect 3, that's something we haven't done a lot of podcasts. We haven't really, there's a lot of things we haven't talked about that were big discussion yeah. topics. Um, you guys, have you guys both beaten Mass Effect 3? Negatory. Yeah, I no. did. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the backlash for the ending was mostly to do with the, the cookie cutter aspect of it. Yeah, it I think it was just that the choices didn't feel like they mattered. Yeah. Which I can get that, but I also didn't have a problem with the ending personally. Like, I thought the ending fit and it made sense. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, because Bioware didn't just give the impression that the ending was going to be more open, they stated word for word that the ending was going to be and, very uh, reflective uh, of the choices. And while, while your choices didn't matter as much for the ending itself, mm-hmm. there are plenty of references in that game that if you didn't play the first one or if you didn't play the second one, there's a ton of content that you'll miss. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. definitely worth it to play those other games right. and then play three, and that just enhances the experience. And that's that's all I'm really looking for is an enhanced experience. The experience that, as so. a whole was definitely reflective of your personal journey through the game but the it, fact that the yeah. ending didn't really reflect and, that is just for those who are listening to the podcast and you haven't actually played two or one and missing all that content they are um <clears throat> actually coming out triple with pack. a triple pack where it'll be if it's on xbox it'll be three days yeah. ps3 if ever there was a game that, that was begging for the triple pack treatment i think it's yeah yeah aspect. yeah Considering i mean the game is running to each other yeah they run into each i mean it it's like the it's trilogy for you know yeah at that point so essentially yeah <clears throat> um but no it, it kind of it it makes me mad that 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 kind of backlash could could be that could drive somebody who loves doing what they're doing who makes games for the fans to, to just want to quit their job you know like I said I think in a way it's partially the EA factor too what yeah. do you mean by that um, just that they push them too hard well, to do well it's it's like you know if you're a part of a bigger company they have expectations and with those expectations if you don't meet those expectations you get pressure to to do something about it people might and, also be more be more 
might let themselves get angrier with EA's mm-hmm. cloud hanging over. Well, I, I would agree with that too. Like, I don't, I don't think EA's at fault for for like the faults of you know of the games, right? Um, but I mean, my word has never done an MMO before. Yeah. Um, Old Republic was their first shot at it. And it wasn't and it, and bad. It, it, it's not a bad game. game for all intents and purposes. It's a good game. They were judging its success based on how well it stacked up against WoW. wow. Not in terms yeah. of quality, but in terms of numbers. Yeah. And Which no game is going not to gonna happen. No, it's, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's, it's a, having it's, that unrealistic goal. Of, wow, people need to understand that WoW is no longer a game for, I think, half of its audience. It's a <laughs> habit. This is not yeah. having, that's a complete lifestyle now. It, lifestyle, I mean, yeah, it's a it lifestyle is, now. It, it's one of those things that, that no matter what happens, people don't look at that like, say, I'm going to go home and play video games. It, it even more than the Call of Duty and Madden effect. It, it's people live most of their life in that game you yeah. know like they considered that life and they consider life outside of that just some boring thing they have to go through I, th- I think that's, that's that. even part of the reason that I never got into any MMOs is like I just can't see myself spending all that time when it's it's just about getting you know the next grind you know to get the well I mean if you're playing with with friends it's it's, it's just, probably a bit different with friends the, but thing, the wow factor I really just said that yeah that just the happened. wow factor of wow for me, was zooming out and seeing the size of the of the map, and you look at it and you're like, "Wow, this is a big area." And then you zoom out and you see the part of the map that you're in, and you're like, "Holy crap, it's like a state." And then you zoom out and then you see the whole continent that you're on, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is like." And then you see, and then you zoom out and you see three continents, and then you zoom out, and it's like the game is so massive, literally to take to set foot on every single square foot of that game. You might not be able to do that in a year. Like, it's a big fucking game. I mean, I don't quote me on that, but I'm sure somebody's tried to do it because these fuckers don't have lives. But um, you can do it in under a year. You, matter of fact, you can do it under two months. You, how, do you, how do you just do that? I have a level 85 Death Knight. Oh, so we're talking to somebody who... We're talking to an experience. Somebody who's inside the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've played I've, my fair share of WoW. It is, there's something to be said about... So apparently when Frank's not working, he's playing WoW. No, um, no, no. Um, at least that's, that, that's what I just heard. I'm playing... So. It's an so open world game. You can play with your, your buddies. You can party up. You can just slog through dungeons. You can you can level up. You can go into towns. And, and there's just so much you can do in the game that... that the MMOs are great. They're a wonderful foundation, especially if you've got buddies that are going to tag along with you. Um, I mean, I, I personally, yeah, I really enjoyed what Mod played, but I never got a group to really run with with that. That's why I never got into it, which is maybe for the best, because otherwise I yeah. probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I'd probably be playing it if See, I See, for, for me, I just play so many games that to, yeah. like, dedicate, like... Hundreds of hours to like one MMO would just seem like, like man, I could be, I could have played like you know five of these other games. I, I think you're like a, I don't want to call you a window shopper gamer because you do play games through to the end of them, but you are somebody who goes from game to game to game. To game yeah, to game. you take in a lot of games. For me, I tend to not as much as lately, but it's certainly growing up, I would spend whole a whole year playing primarily just one game, and that's just that's just how I rolled. Yeah, so. Um, what else do we have to say? Okay, I guess that's me pretty much beat WoW to death there. <laughs> um, I think WoW's beating WoW to death at this point. It's it's still going, man. WoW came out when we were in high school, you believe that? Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, that's crazy. And they just even... released a new expansion for it not that long ago. That's last month. Last month. A couple weeks ago. Area. And apparently there's uh, talks about another expansion being 
in the it, making. I think it's, I'm not surprised. It I is. Mean, I think it's winding down, like the hysteria that. That's well, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, each, each expansion isn't selling as well as the previous yeah, one. Yeah, you can feel. But, like I mean, that is. makes sense. But you still have a huge hardcore audience that still plays it. Well, it makes enough money to feed the world, right? <laughs> I mean, like which. So, you know, Africa, that, why didn't you just make WoW first? Why don't just they saying. just turn WoW into a way to feed everybody who's starving in Africa? Like, and not take all the profits and... Because, <laughs> clearly, they have enough money. They don't need any more money. Just use WoW as a vehicle to feed the poor. Hey, guys, we fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Trevor world. raising his hands as he says it. this. Like, like it's like it's a goal. <laughs> but, no, it, that's uh, that's food for thought, so to speak. Or no food, because you can't. Cause or it could poor. be food for Africa. Yeah. Indeed. Do not shoot the food. Big ideas. Big ideas. This is a, we'll call this podcast the Think Tank from now on. <laughs> think Tank. Um, I, I personally am just bummed about the Doctors leaving because they created Baldur's Gate 2, which, as I said, is my favorite game. And to think that people could be so pissed about a game and could complain about it in such mass numbers that it could drive somebody who, like I said, lovingly crafts things like this for these people to just say, like, you know, this isn't even worth it anymore. I think as gaming has become... A more mainstream thing and as the internet has become such a huge basically a megaphone for negativity and negative reactions and things it's easy you know it's just it's hard to be somebody on the inside who's making these things to, to listen to that shit to, to put so much time and effort into something that you love and then happy well i mean uh, i'm sure part part of it is because they're probably burnt out too I mean, yeah. with all the work they've put in over the years, they probably need a break. And at this point, they probably have enough money to but do what they, they want. They want like- but I know one of, I, I can't remember which doctor it was. One of the doctors actually re- relocated himself, but not his family. So he's away from his family for most of the time during uh, the Old Republic development. Yeah. So, like, he only saw his family, you know, once every couple months instead of every well, that day. That's stupid for his part. He should have moved his family. Well,. And then I they mean, might say, well, then you got to pull them out of school and blah, blah, blah. But the alternative is to not see them except for the two months. I guess we're getting into family matters now. Yeah, but I mean, that that plays a factor. I mean, but everything plays a factor. So they really, they weren't like, they, it's not like they were logging in like nine hours a day coding. They were basically walking in the room, looking at progress and saying, okay, looks good. So they didn't have like a, a hardcore, hands-on, stressful hand in the thing. They were basically the, the, the yes, the, the nod at it and say that's good enough. And and the backlash was enough to make them not want to do it anymore. So, yeah. So we'll we'll see what what they do next if they do something. You know, I, I just I I don't know. Bioware is just not what they used to be for me personally. I don't. I mean, that sounds silly after I've been saying like how I feel bad that they <laughs> that they've gotten the negative reaction that they have. But I don't know. I just feel like that. Again, I was talking about games being dialed back for the mainstream consumer and and for everybody who doesn't want to play a difficult game that doesn't have the patience for it. I feel like Bioware has suffered a lot. I mean, that. I'm excited for what's next from them. Like Dragon um, Age. Yeah, I mean, what they've said about Dragon Age 3, like, if, if they if they make good on all the promises of Dragon Age 3, then mm-hmm. it could be a great experience. And, and I hope they do. Um, but, I mean, that's more of a wait-and-see kind of thing. So, well, um, anybody else have anything they'd like to bring to the um, Halo Four got leaked. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I, 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 Go ahead. Halo Four got leaked. Yeah, it's like three and a half weeks before it comes out. Most respectable coders like to wait at least at least 
a week before the game come out. Three and a half weeks, really, Pirate Bay? Scumbag. Really? Scumbag <laughs> coders. Scumbag. Scumbag. Swedes. Frank's been waiting an hour and a half to say that. <laughs> I, I really have been. I've been waiting to say that because that's just... How does it feel now that you're on the other side? I feel better now. I, I feel complete. Good. What time is it, by the way? It is uh, 2.26. And what have we have? What do we clocked at? Uh, one sixteen. One sixteen. All right. That's, 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 that's healthy. That's, that's pretty solid. Um, and <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to talk about <laughs> the top that got pushed back last week. What's that? Um, oh, we, shit. Would you guys like to go into that? I mean, you know. <laughs> that's up to you. That's a, that's a big undertaking. That's a, and a whole other can of worms that maybe. So, maybe we'll open that can of worms next week. Well, to, to, to give you a tantalizing morsel and, and to, 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 to encourage you to come back, that topic we were just talking about is the Wii U launch library. And, and what how, a... Fucked up mess that on a scale is. of one to five, basically how much, uh, how how embarrassing each game is, and th- there are some some okay games on there. Don't get me I wrong, mean, but I think we do owe it to them to give you give them a little prelude. Get, pick the, let's find the most embarrassing. Just just a small prelude. Hey, let's just talk about Nintendo Land. <laughs> which looks like a piece of garbage. I don't know what that is. Nintendo it, Land is. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wanna... He, he took off his glasses and rubbed his eyes. Shit just got real. And he like exactly before Trevor even gets into his spiel, just to let you folks know, Nintendo and in their infinite wisdom has decided to put out two different versions of the Wii U. One is gonna be white. Okay. With eight gig memory stick inside of it, with the tablet. Okay. That's the basic version. There's gonna be a deluxe version, which is black. Okay. With a 32 gig stick inside. And it comes with Nintendo Land. Go, Trevor. Wait, so, so the thirty-two games. So instead of so instead of putting an enticing game with the system, like a game that's also coming out on for the Wii U is like New Super Mario Brothers U, which you know it's basically a rehash of New Super Mario Brothers, but it would still be way better than putting Nintendo Land with a fucking system. Trevor is very and animated like, and angry. Right look now. at this, Nintendo. Listen to it. When you come to E3 and you show us Nintendo Land, and I'm sorry, like. It's probably going to be a good game, but Pikmin 3, like, Pikmin 3 is going to be good, but no one gives a shit about Pikmin 3. Like, like, I'm like sorry. nine people on Reddit are really psyched about it. Well, you know what? Fuck those people. Fuck Reddit. That's what I said. I threw, oh threw it down. I was here. So, I was about to. We can never go to Reddit now. <laughs> Closing doors. So now, Continue. instead of putting, like, New Super Mario Brothers U, or even, you know, maybe the game that everybody wants to see on the fucking Wii U, Zelda... Like, it's, come on now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're well, not gonna, like they're not that, everybody wants to see an HD Zelda. Now, I can understand them not well, having it, go, it ready in time, but like, but at least if you're gonna bundle a game with your system, bundle a freaking Mario game instead of like Nintendo Land, which is basically thank you because I was wondering what Nintendo it's, Land was. It's Why basically it's them taking the worlds of different games and making them like a small stupid ass mini game where like you play as your Mies. So it's it's Mario Park with Mario Mario Park. It's Mario Party across the Nintendo. Except universe like yeah, except like there's it's almost like it's they're trying to make it it's Wii Sports, but it's not even going to be close to as good as fucking Wii Sports was. Because you know, for a packing game, Wii Sports was really fun. Whatever like, happened it, in the good old days when you picked when you bought your Nintendo system and you were playing Mario? Yeah, exactly. And not this fucking faggot shit. I didn't mean to say the, the second F word. But when I get mad, it just comes out of me. New Super Mario Brothers can go fuck itself. And, and that New Super Mario's U 
this time okay. you can play alongside Mario and Luigi I don't as your care. me character. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, okay. That, but there, it, it, it's like, like, seriously, who gives a fuck about your me character playing in a game? That, that's, I mean, that's completely the, gay. Dumb. Little Timmy, who's going to get the Wii U for his Christmas, he cares. But look, but, my point is that it, it's the next. But little uh-huh. Timmy's parents shouldn't have to spend sixty more dollars on a fucking game because their system came with fucking Nintendo Land. The, the Wii like, U is is Nintendo finally taking technology seriously. It, it, it's yeah, it's a game that is on, a but, system that is on par with. It's, yeah, it's, they're they're taking technology from five years ago or shit seven years ago. But the graphic the capabilities are on par with. Or are they slightly above? What they're s- slightly okay, but w- but with the extra screen built in, yeah, not really. So the best way to really showcase your system's hardware is by a side-scrolling Mario game. Yeah, why not? Why why didn't they have I, the I forethought? I wouldn't even care if they had like Super Mario Galaxy three. That's what I'm like, saying. Why that not? would be the one to do. That's how you make your system. Your system makes a fucking footprint, man. Is you because I mean Mario the Galaxy go, games were better than the, the give new me Super a game Mario that when I hear the Wii U's coming out in November and it's coming out with this, I'm gonna want to buy a fucking yeah. Wii. Not this. Ah. Uh. I guess we've talked about it enough. Do you want to go through the list, or do you want to save that for next time? Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So, Embarrassment City population. Let's talk about... So, <laughs> you're supposed to buy a brand new system just to play the hottest and latest games, even though you bought, probably bought an Xbox or PS3 like two or three years ago when the list. Wii was disappointing. I'm going to make two lists. One list is going to be gay, and one list is going to be... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> so... You got Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So if you're enticed to buy a Wii U for Call of Duty Black Ops 2, really? Really? If somebody accidentally buys you a Wii U and you're embarrassed, but you... you, you yeah, it's Black like... Ops 2 with it, it's okay. like, eh. Yeah, you know. So that's definitely a meh. That's exactly <laughs> what I would say. Continue. You got Skylanders Giants, which... Gay. I mean, you, can, you can like buy that on you know Gay. any other system you want. Gay. You got Transformers Prime, which is probably just a port of the last Transformers Gay. game. Wait, wait, wait! To come out. Gay. Gay. You have Wipeout Three, and no, not the racing Wipeout. It is the, the TV, TV show Wipeout, where people like jump on stuff and fall off shit. And just for that, you put two notches in the gay column. I might put like nine. <laughs> so, Gay. so then. We get Disney's Epic Mickey 2. Can we go back which, just for a second so that you jump on things and fall off? It's basically um, yeah, like, a, a civilian version of um, Ninja. American, uh, American Ninja. American Ninja. Where they, America's Deadliest. No, no. American Ninja, where they uh, catapult over stuff. That thing? Most Extreme Elimination? No. 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 It's it, But it's kind of like that in a way, except it's Americanized. Re- and, Americanized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. dumb. <laughs> so then you got Disney's Epic Mickey 2, which looks good. But it's also coming out to the Xbox 360 and, and PS3. Okay, that one I'm going to so, be like, oh, yeah, yeah all right. That's, that's I'm going to give out an all right, yeah. actually. I'm going to create a third column that's probably only going to have one um, Continue. And then you have FIFA Soccer 13, which is already out on every other system. Yeah. But, but you know what? This is what pisses me off about FIFA Soccer 13. The, the, figure, the figure's out. the Wii version, Wagon. you know what they did? They put out the exact same version as 2012. They literally just updated the rosters. They changed the game in no way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, I saw on Reddit they actually had a, uh, uh, it was the cover... Even the cover from the last yeah, FIFA, they which, moved the logo. It's the same cover. Which is EA just being fucking lazy. Embarrassing. And, yeah, EA does some stupid shit sometimes. Okay, so... Soccer's kind of gay anyway. <laughs> Good. <laughs> fucking Brits. Anyway, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, the Wii U edition. I just sound um, gay. 
So, I mean... <laughs> Nothing like Tekken on my Wii. Doesn't that sound like something like I'm playing Gay. with myself? Good. <laughs> just, I mean, just go on. Just go. Yeah. Uh, next one. Next one. Yeah. New Super Mario Brothers U, which I think we've talked enough about already. I want to put that in the gay column because of how much it is shit all over it, but I'll put that in there. <laughs> so then you got then you got with a new subtitle, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Oh, shit. Embarrassing. Because it, <laughs> fourth, because fourth. it cuts harder and it's Itagaki. Razor's Edge because and, you're cutting yourself after you realize you just blew 60 bucks on this <laughs> yeah. horrible on the fucking game. And PS3 versions, there was no dismemberment, so how's it Razor Edge? Oh, because on the Wii you can cut people with the screen, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> this Ninja Vengeance game is when too you violent. when you play this game, you're gonna break the little screen and then you're gonna cut people with it. Because that's the only <laughs> the use you're gonna get I out of so it. Your the Wii kid whose grandma with with the best of intentions goes to the store. It's like, oh, he'll love this ninja game. And he gets it and he and he hates his grandma. He hates it, and it's not her fault. She had the best of intentions. My Good. Okay, so so then <laughs> then we got Nintendo Land, which to that all I have to say is fuck you, Nintendo. Em- embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Up your nose with a rubber hose, Reggie. Ooh. Anyway. That's a welcome back car throwback. I know it so is. yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, then you got Sing Party, which is exactly what you would expect it to well, be. Sega Party? Sing Party. It's a karaoke game. Yeah, that's gay. This so, sounds gay. You guys want to play some singing party? <laughs> then we can try dresses on. Hey, let, let's make a singing game with the most generic game we can even think of. Oh, people like to party with it. And they sing, sing party. Call it singing party. Okay. All right. And uh, then you have Sonic uh, and Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed, which I actually heard the first one was really good and a lot better than Mario Kart. So I, It's still gay. I don't know. I'd probably eh. put that in eh. eh. Yeah. Nah, just just cause because that game so. might actually be good. Well, you well you need to buy a Wii U for it? No, because it's out on Xbox for 16 PS3. Am I going to play so, it? No. no. Uh, then you have, because, you know, you can't have a system launch without some form of this game, Warriors Orochi 3, which has the new tagline, Hyper. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's the new Extreme. Yeah, uh, everything was extreme. Like extreme, which is, on, which is also already out on Xbox and PS3. Yeah, for at least eight months, nine months already. Yeah, it's, actually, it's, there are extreme Dynasty Warriors games, aren't there? Yeah, Dynasty there are. Warriors, but this is a Warriors Orochi. It's the same thing. Though. No, it, it's not. There, it's essentially the same uh, thing. Shut up. Wait, wait, hold they're on. all the. Give Frank a chance. What? Why not? I'm just arguing, just to be arguing. <laughs> no. Isn't one like Japanese and one Chinese or something? Is that the difference? No, like yes. Warriors. Well, yeah, Warriors Orochi has like I don't. Know, Samurai they're Warriors the same, and mixed. They're, they're the same Dynasty. goddamn. Yeah, game. They're, they are. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, Darksiders 2. Great no, game. Yeah. No, I'll give that the alright. I mean, if I get a Wii, if I'm embarrassed, if I open the Wii U and I'm like, oh, fucking Christ, really? And then I, the first game I open is Darksiders 2, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But guess what? You've already played it. Came out like two months ago. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's still, that's definitely it. But I just kind of want to, maybe you can like inventory your own. Your inventory yeah, I mean, I'm it. sure it has you know the Wii U features, but uh, yeah, there I mean, are some games that the, the, the Wii U may actually, you know, it might be a worthy alternative to playing it on your three. If you don't already have it, I would say. But I, even then, like as he said, with the the controller functionality and stuff, it might be worth re-exploring it. Like I might be yeah, willing to maybe trade when in the, my Wii U, toward the Wii U. Yeah, copy. but I mean, maybe if the Wii U version is twenty bucks, like when it goes down in price. Then it might be worth a shot. But are you well, really going to want to pay sixty bucks again for a game you just bought two months ago? Because remember. The Wii U, since they're upgrading the, the everything, they're now sixty dollars games. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Because they're in HD, dog. 
But I wonder how the Wii U's online component's gonna. It's not gonna be like an Xbox Live, I don't think. Uh, it's gonna be similar. Um, they're doing some friend codes. I hope again because those were really convenient. <laughs> they said they're taking away friend codes and doing something better. Friend codes. I mean, <laughs> any step, any step in the right direction is good for Nintendo. Um, so, um, then you got Assassin's Creed Three, which I mean, Assassin's Creed Three is gonna be a good game. Throw so, right yeah. Now. Yeah. What if I get to like. Wait, there's no motion sensing anymore, is there? No, the old controllers that you have will still be able to use. Yeah, the old Wii remotes, yeah. Because you can only have one of the new tablet controllers connected to your Wii. Word. Really? Yeah. Well, technically, you can do two, but no games that launch will be able to support two. And technically, with some of the games that have multiple players, like that Mario Brothers Wii U, essentially, you can have five players on one screen. Four Wii remotes and the The tablet. tablet. The tablet guy would just be like a support character. But continue. I'm definitely less excited. All right, so uh, ESPN Sports Connection, yeah, which it, the fact that it's an ESPN game and not like you know We Sports U, it's probably gonna suck. Let's let's face it. Most that in the embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have Just Dance Four, which you could probably also put in the same column because mm. no, games, no, that definitely goes in the gay column. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's it is what it is. Wait, wait wait wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I just now realized something. Why would they put Just Dance 4 on the Wii U when the Wii games are already are played on the Wii U and they already released Just Dance 4 for Wii? Because that's what they do. Because they want to milk it. Because they can sell that Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Ubisoft milking it, basically. Um, and then you have Rabbids Land, which, you know, the first... Rabbids game was great, but do we need the sixth or seventh one, whatever the hell it is now? No. I'm gonna put that one in there. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it might be fun. I mean, can't really go wrong with Ubisoft most of the time. Um, Speaking of Ubisoft, should be the next one. uh, It's not, but it's also by Ubisoft. Your Shape Fitness Evolve, (laughs) Fitness Evolved 2013. That's well, that's gay and embarrassing. So. Uh, so we'll just gloss over that and go to Zombie U. Um, that is a uh, which right. yeah, I mean, I've seen videos. I've seen yeah, I, I, that. that's probably the only game that I would actually buy a Wii that's U. That's the only game for. that if I got a Wii U, I'd be like, oh man, I hope they got me Zombie yeah. U too with it. That that's that that's the buzz title. And and I really hope that game ends up being good. I mean, I do like Ubisoft as a company. Like they do put out a lot of great games. Yeah. Um, but they also do put out a lot of crap too. So it's it's kind of hard to tell. But it's usually, a sign usually, of a very weak launch window when the most the game you're most excited about is a game that most of its buzz is like on internet message boards. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the next game, which actually is probably going to be really fun, is Scribble Knots Unlimited. It's um, gonna go in the Yeah, uh, the other the Scribble Knots games for the DS were just fucking great. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with those. Um, and then you got Game Party Champions. That's which embarrassing. Yeah, Game Party Champions, which is like, like the darts and the yeah, which is like you know dude. the six, <laughs> <laughs> like the sixth iteration when you know which is like six too many of that game. And then you know we have Batman Arkham City Armored Edition. Which is a game that came out, you know, 13 <laughs> I, months before this one came out. I want that job. I want that guy who the game is re-released for your system like nine years after the fact. Oh, and, you, and you've got to attach some arbitrary ad. Oh, guess what? Armored and you know why it's called the Armored Edition? Because you get new armor. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, no. You oh, get new armor. Damn. And you can control the Batarang with the tablet. That's embarrassing. And a little bit gay. <laughs> well, you know. Robin does make a cameo. So, um... 
<laughs> Those are the confirmed launch day ones. Here's the other November titles, which some of these I don't even know what the fuck they are. So, uh, Chasing Aurora. It's probably a WiiWare so, release, I'm guessing. So wait, so wait. Definitely. Assassin's Creed 3, that's supposed to be on a Wii U, is not a day one title. It is a day one. Oh, just okay. Yeah. Or, okay. I did say that. Well, I, I said that, that all oh, those that yeah, I listed yeah, were day, day one. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I must have missed that. We must have glossed over. Yeah. Because there was so much shit to make fun of. It yeah. Just kind of... Yeah. Um, Cloudberry Kingdom, which I'm guessing is also another Wii Cloudberry Kingdom? Cloudberry. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which one's gayer, you think? I don't know. Um, I'm not not sure. Mm. It's one of the gay calls. Then you got, <laughs> well, another game about guys slapping each other's asses. Madden. <laughs> Madden, me. Madden NFL 2013. That's got it. I'm which, gay. Fuck it. <laughs> which, I mean, oh no, oh, sweet. We can use our tablet to, you know, make our plays. Which, you know, probably awesome for a football fan. I can but, definitely you know, see a rugged, bearded man with a beer like, in his hands. But seriously. Drawing like, on his Wii U tablet. This is where I'm going to show you <laughs> Give him fucking near these X's and O's. These these are my alignment. But why? Why are you gonna, gonna try pay three hundred fifty dollars? Actually, four hundred dollars if you buy the game too, for a system. One you could have just played Madden like three months ago if you really wanted to play Madden. Yeah. Um, and then you got you know a game that's been out for a year like on Steam and Xbox Live Arcade trying to. Which I'm I mean, to, okay. yeah, I mean, it's a good game, but I mean, really. Really? Are you really gonna put care? That in the all right. Yeah, I mean it's all right. I feel bad giving it all right points. Like I feel like it's got some money, but go on. Um, <laughs> you got a uh, you got Mighty Switch Force HD. Mighty Switch Force is actually a really good game on the th- on the DS. It's a DSware game. Okay. But like to put that in HD and not be on a handheld seems kind of weird. What the hell is that? It's like it's it's on it's like a side scrolling puzzle game where you where you switch the screen and then it's like switches the orientation so you figure out the puzzles and stuff. Oh, okay. okay. But it, it's it's a good game. Go right on. Yeah, I mean, but it's I don't think it. And then Playing there's to a system strengths. Is what yeah. That is, but God. Yeah. Um. And then you have tank, 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 which is you know about being a tank and shooting shit. So that's probably you know. If I was eh, gonna make a okay. game about tanks, that's probably what I would call. Yeah. It. You know, mm. Tank, tank, tank. Mm. Nah, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, you got Nano Assault Neo, which yeah. is another handheld series that's you know. That's good. Um, you have Little Inferno, which I'm guessing is another WiiWare release. Little but... Flaming. <laughs> yeah. Gay. You have a uh, Toki Tori Two. My God, um, these are all gay. No, <laughs> I don't even tell me about it. Okay. And that's that's all for this this year as far as confirmed. There's now the ones that are coming out in the launch window, oh, which wow. the launch window is like six months long. From the launch between, window is your mouth if you buy a Wii U because it's just Nintendo just bricking all over your face and, and you're embarrassed. So it, it can be but anywhere from November 18th to March 31st. That's a that's a big window. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a half a, a year actually. That's a rather big window. But you know what? One of those games in that window is Funky Barn. The, this is the only way you can get away with saying 
Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's the only way you get away with saying it'll be out somewhere between like I don't know November thirtieth and uh, June 9th. <laughs> like it, it, it'll be out before the end of our fiscal year is basically what they're telling you. Yeah, before um, the end of uh, next November. <laughs> <laughs> so so Funky Barn is one of those titles, which I think is like a licensed game for like a kids movie or something. I don't know. Yep. I'm gonna. I feel obligated. I'm gonna have to put that under a uh, gay. Funky Barn. I don't know what's happening in that barn. Um, you have <laughs> more, any more than deets. You have NBA 2K13, which you know, it's, it's, it's bar, NBA. Is, uh, baller beats and, on it. Oh shit! Uh, it is not. Ah, uh, it is not. Let down because <laughs> you can't bounce the tablet. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone's going to try. Uh, you have 007 Legends, which, which is coming out Tuesday. Yeah, which could be a hit or miss. Put that under M. Um, you have <laughs> probably the game of the year, whether it's this year or next year. Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013. That's game of both years. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just give it the both years. Right, right here, we're calling it. It's the game of the year edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> we also have... Well, Can I tell a story about the guy who walked into the store once to buy a Cabela's game? Sure. And he, there were nine Cabela's games on the shelf. And a lot of them had fish on the cover. And you have the one that had a deer on the cover and he walked up and he said can you fish in this game <laughs> he smelled like old meat he had a cast on like like a broken arm that's why he smelled like old meat but to this day that's one of my favorite stories and I had to laugh a little bit and, and he wasn't <laughs> Jesus there, like literally like every game except that game had a giant fish on it it's like you can fish in this game and he just happened to, to grab this look at that deer I wonder if I can fish <laughs> Well, oh, if you want to reel it back into, you know, the Spider Duck Fishing Podcast, <laughs> also coming out for the Wii U is Rapala Pro Bass Fishing, uh, which is going to be stellar. That's uh, that's embarrassing. Remember the whole the, the fishing the renaissance, the fishing renaissance that the Wii experienced at the beginning. Like everyone was just so yeah, because they're like, man, you can put a rod, you can and you can reel it in. If I want to fucking twist, dude, I'm not, I'll go fishing. So I have something to show for it at the end of the day. Like I don't want to. Do it's this. like I can fucking eat this, right? Yeah, like I'll. I hate Nintendo. <laughs> and then just because we weren't sure if it was a video game, we have Rise of the Guardians, the video game. Because it's going to be a movie. That's yeah, that's out. what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a movie about Santa Claus, uh, Jack Frost, the Easter Bunny. Uh, there's a villain that's uh, threatening the little children's innocence. Is so, it like a Disney movie? Yeah. So, I'm guessing the villain that's threatening their innocence is Jerry Sandusky. I was going to say Giovanni Ribisi, but... <laughs> I mean, Jerry Sandusky is a.k.a. Pitch, yes. <laughs> that's what I thought. Tying it okay. together. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> then we have Family Party, because we haven't had enough party games for Wii systems. 30 Great Games Obstacle Arcade, because they needed a big-ass subtitle. I, re- I lost track of how many gates out. There we go. I'll put, I'll put another four. <laughs> God. We have Mass Effect 3. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for those there listening, the wide eyed Timothy here, <laughs> shit just got real. <laughs> and he's flabbergasted right now. I, I did not know that that was coming out on the Wii U. <laughs> yes, it is. Mass Effect 3. Really? Yep, and it's going to have exclusive tablet stuff. Oh, I don't shit. really know exactly what that, what I, that is. I but. hope that's how they word that feature with exclusive <laughs> tablet stuff. <laughs> and it's going to include all the DLC. 
Um, they're not even yeah. done putting out DLC for yet. <laughs> well, the they've done a lot of free Omega's DLC. coming out. And yeah, the Omega one's coming out. I'll put that under all right. I'm yeah. Gonna... Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, if you haven't played Mass Effect 3, you should probably play it on Xbox because then you can play the other two as and well. And it's going to be out before November 30th of next year, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next you have Game & Wario, which is essentially... Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> Game & Wario? Wario. Wario. Game and Wario. Yeah, it's it's basically Game like Wario. Game and Wario. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's basically like another WarioWare type game. So it's Wario, probably gonna be fun. No, I'm aware, it just sounded like he said Game and Wario. Like I like we I've been joking all this time about the games I'm putting in the gay column and he says Game and Wario. Like I like to think it's like Wario finally came to terms with who he really is. <laughs> gay. So that's going in the gay column. And the all right column because they are good games, but that there's so much gay hovering around that that I had to. So the next game, there's like thirty tallies under gay. <laughs> as, as stupid as it sounds, you got that I actually think is going to be a good game is Lego City Undercover, uh, which yeah. Lego City. Yeah, it actually, judging by watching the trailers and stuff, it looks like Grand Theft Auto but with Legos. And they actually have, like, a story with real voice actors. Like, it's not the stupid Lego language. I actually, like, like really dig on that Lego yeah, language. Yeah, like... <laughs> they're, they're, they did the same thing with the Lego Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, my God, I want to play that so bad. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Uh, that's that, one under all right. Yeah, though. that game actually looks really fun. Um, Pikmin 3. That's one I mean, under all it's, right. Yeah, it's going to be a good, good game. Pikmin like, is one of the... It's, it's it's not going to sell for shit, but it's going to be a good game. No, yeah, but, I mean that's one of those few strategy games that really it, it has all that charm of like a Pixar movie in it, and it's it, it's just really unique. You you, what else? Can I it's it's definitely game. a Miyamoto game. So yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have you the know only th- he's the only reason Nintendo should is, should still be taken seriously. I think, as far that's as I'm true. Um, you have We Fit You. Uh, we fit you. <laughs> oh my god, that's so gay. <laughs> Nine more tallies. I just kept going. And <laughs> then we, we have. We fit you, really? We fit you. It's because, hey, we're lazy, so we're just going to put like all you It's like they knew I was going to do this. And they just. <laughs> go, go on. Uh, we have the wonderful 101. Which Wonder, is it's it's a it's a game it's, being done by Platinum Games who oh, do like Bayonetta. They and, did Resident Evil Four, by the way. Yeah, so, so it, it's actually probably going to be a fun game. What's it called again? Uh, the Wonderful One Hundred One. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll put that in the. I know nothing about it, but knowing it's Platinum, I'll put it in the alright column. <laughs> um, then after that, you have Aliens Colonial Marines. That's got to go in the alright column. Yeah. Um, it's the Gearbox, Gearbox software, mm-hmm. so and it's going to have four player co op like Borderlands. So. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, a staple of every system, Jeopardy. <laughs> Is Wheel of Fortune um, on there as well? Yep, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Those are both have to, They have to be. Have to be. Those go under F, right? Yeah. Because they, they can be fun, but uh, if you're going to get me a game, I'm going to be really embarrassed if I get <laughs> one of those with everything else that we have in here. And then we have the great game that's also coming out for Connect, and I'm sure it'll be way better on Connect. Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth. Yeah, it's going to be dumb. Uh-huh. It's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be bad. A lot, a lot of good Marvel games out there. And then probably one of the best games coming out for the system, Rayman Legends. Yeah, it's a sequel right. to uh, uh, the last Rayman game. Um, and that game was really good. 
So Rayman Origins was a yep. really, really good game. And Rayman Legends is going to fall on that path. Unfortunately, it's a Wii U exclusive, um, which yeah, makes again, me cry. One of the, one of the t- like that and Zombie U are the two. Like, yeah, and they're I mean, both by Ubisoft. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Ubisoft, you know, is smart. I'm not going to buy a Wii U for Rayman Legends, but the fact that it is an exclusive would make me feel somewhat less embarrassed if I have Surprised to hear there's no Zelda game in there. No, well, I mean, Skyward Sword is so yeah. recent that they're, they're so far behind. The next and one. another game I mean, that they announced that isn't in the launch window is Bayonetta 2. And it's not in the launch window. It's not exclusive. Kitty. Yes, it it's is. It's exclusive to the Wii U. Because Sega was going to cancel it, and now Nintendo's publishing it. So, but it's also platinum games. I'm gonna put that under the. It's probably gonna be good. Shocking, yeah. <laughs> but Bayonetta two is only going to be on the. That's like the Resident Evil yeah. four almost. I mean, it's a horror, really, really violent game, really, really Japanese game too. But um, it's kind of of all of all the systems for it to be exclusive to. That's the last one you would expect. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the Wii U lineup. All right, well, I have uh, one shocking for Bandit 2. Uh, f- 14 all rights, which is probably more than we were expecting. I have eight ants. Looks like 10 That's look like 10. Eh. Oh, man, you're right. What did I say? Anyway, I have uh, 35 gays. Now, <laughs> now, for a lot of these, they were so gay, I kind of went willy-nilly with the tally. So it's probably somewhere in more like close to 20. But still a lot of gayness. And embarrassing, I have 10. Sounds about right. So if we're going to break it down, if, if, if from eh and on down is like, you know, not good and all right and up is good, you have 35, 45, 55, 55, you know, not so much, and 16, or 15. 15 to be excited about. If you trust our judgment. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so. <sighs> Mm. Was, jinx, you both owe me a soda. Oh, I can't that's, do that. I can't be a third wheel jinx. It just happens. It just happens. I just made it happen. We just made a thing. We that's, don't have any soda. And I, the yeah. internet, the third wheel jinx is now a thing, thanks to Frank Carter. So she call that. That's what she called a podcast. This is the geekiest podcast on the network. Absolutely, <laughs> third wheel jinx. <laughs> they listen to the other two and then they go to this one. Like, what the fuck? Just three fat guys talking about games the whole time. What's going on? <laughs> Why are you guys talking about all these video games? Um, so that pretty much. What the hell is an XCOM? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna wrap this up. Uh, if you if you enjoy this podcast, if you if you like. Listen, you know, listen to people talk about games. If you have questions for us, or if you have any feedback, feel free to post in the comment section on the website. Yeah, um, that means we're talking to you, Patrick. So please, because you're pretty much the only person. I think, yeah, that, that, you know, you're our biggest fan. Um, so yeah, <laughs> de- definitely post some comments. Um, yeah, I would really like to hear more of your opinions on Resident Evil Six. Actually, <laughs> I, I could go on all day about that music. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Um, really bad. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, episode two, and we've run longer than any other podcast on the network at this point. <laughs> I have a lot to say. What do, yeah. we, what do we hit? I'm guessing we can um, guess one forty-one forty-six. I'm good at this. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it uh, for us. Uh, you can follow uh, the Spider Duck Network on Twitter at SpiderDuckNet. Um, you'll hear that little bit after after we roll out of here anyway. Um, so thanks for listening. Keep checking back. We'll have more skewed and stupid opinions on video games next week. Word. And Word. That's it. Hey, good. Howdy, 5,000. 
You have been listening to a product of Spider Duck Internet Radio. Check us out at SpiderDuckNetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at SpiderDuckNet.